You know, when I got back from Vietnam, I didn't have a lot going for me. No friends, no home, and a town full of cops giving me shit. The only thing that got me through was the Sean Geek podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca, and so should you. That's the Sean Geek podcast, which you can download from SeanMcGinnity.ca. Do it, or the first blood's going to be yours. Fans of the Sean Geek podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to SeanMcGinnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast with your host, Sean Geek. And Fast Fret. And Fast Fret. <laughs> um, so, how are you doing? Good. Good. It's uh, it's the long weekend. It's been uh, pretty uh, pretty relaxing. So, I've been playing uh, that game, Death, <laughs> Death and Decay. <laughs> Death and Decay 2, yeah um yeah really good game um, I'm, get, I'm getting addicted to it now too are you yeah yeah i just run over zombies i'm just i'm just a madman i just bring car repair kits and just run them over <laughs> uh mark's like oh my god i'm glad todd joined us because <laughs> we can we can power through he loves those prestige points like he's actually i don't know if you understand what i have not used one yet for i got i got some from the last time we did it no. And the other time we did it, and then last night we did it, I've got tons of points. So I don't know how to use them. All right. So all you'll right. have to, I'll either have to look it up or. Well, I don't know the controller scheme on the computer. Um, but um, when you go to, when you are on in the play screen, there is a mm -hmm. button you can hit on ours. It's, uh, it's down on the uh, D-pad but there's a button you can hit and it actually just brings up your character that you're currently playing with all their stats. That would be, it's not going to the map screen and then scrolling through or whatever. It's actually just brings up your character that you're currently using. So you can see inside your backpack and everything. Yeah. It's like U I O or something like that. There's, there's three different ones. So once you're in that screen, then you can scroll, you have three things you can three or four things you can scroll through from, from there. So it'll pop up on the right-hand side of the screen. You'll have your character stats. And then that's where you would go to uh, if your skills are maxed out and you can take an alternate ability, you could do it there. But then you can scroll through the different screens. So one to the right, whatever button that is for you, if I hit RB, which is brings it to the right for people listening about the Xbox, it's the right index finger button on your controller if you're on PS4. Um, it moves your, it shifts it to the right. And then it lists a whole bunch of things that you can call in to the game. So say you're out of resources. So the first one is. Um, oh, I've seen that where it's got like a parachute. And then it's got like a exclamation on it. So if you want to call in extra gear or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, the first one is call in resources or people. So if you click on that, you open that up, then you can call in for an extra rucksack of anything okay or you can call in to find other survivors which you can eventually add to your base hmm. that's the first one the next one down i can't remember what it is but further down there's one that's called daybreak okay and that pulls that that's where all the stuff from daybreak comes into play so you can recruit daybreak characters which is the red talon guys red talon okay. and gals Right. Or you can call in a Red Talon trader, and th those traders bring in the gear that you have in Daybreak. So Daybreak 
the gear you're you get maxed out characters you get maxed out gear you get the best of everything so every time you unlock something in daybreak it says oh you've unlocked this gun or this axe or this whatever so do those items automatically go into your like your base inventory or do you have to access those separately have to access the red the red uh talon trader oh it's under your daybreak thing so when you're on that screen when you screen you shifted one to the right and then you go down and then it says daybreak you can click on daybreak there and you can recruit a red talon member there's two different types Mm -hmm. there's more of a fighty fighty and there's more of a intellectual one okay and then there is call a red talon trader in so when you call a red talon trader in, it's just like a regular trader right now does it cost to bring the trader in oh it costs it it doesn't cost I don't think it costs prestige points. I think it costs like the, the stars. Oh, okay. And then when you buy the stuff, that's what costs you the You're prestige, using points. prestige points to buy. Oh, okay. So the idea is everything that you've unlocked in Daybreak is available here, including blueprints. So the oh. blueprints for building better things. Like, so there's a, there's a watchtower blueprint or whatever. So watchtowers cannot be upgraded to level three. You know, your infirmary can be upgraded to level three, right? Okay. If you have all the right stuff, you can upgrade it a level and then you can upgrade it up to level three. Then you have to have extra knowledge or something before you can yeah. actually do anything else. Yeah, you have to have a person. So you have to have a, a someone with medicine skill in order to upgrade to level three. But what the Red Talon stuff is, it allows you to upgrade things to level three. And I don't, I could be talking out of my butt here, but you can upgrade some stuff. It gives you a, a a plan in order to upgrade things that you can't normally upgrade. Oh, so, um, and it's red talent stuff. So the more daybreak you play, the more you unlock. And when you unlock it, then that red talent trader in the regular game can be called on and will sell any of that stuff that you've unlocked. Now you can use that with any of, the, of your communities or just from the person from the community that you actually played uh, that to get those points from. Well, in daybreak, you're not playing any of the people from your communities. Oh, right. Yeah. I guess so it doesn't matter. Playing red talon people. So, but I mean, I've got, I've recruited about seven different red talon people so far. So maybe I'll just try a new community and see how many red talon people I can get in with weapons and just blast through it all. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is you start with three people, right? So. Well, I've got people and I've got people, but you want to upgrade the next upgradable base size is five or it might be four, depending on the map. You need four people or five people to, to move. No, you can have more than that though, right? Oh yeah, you can have more. There's just the minimum requirement. So the more you have, does it use up more of your resources? Like how does that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, oh. but I mean, that's the whole thing of... So if I load up on people, it's like, okay, well, now you have to feed these people. It's like, oh, well, if you've great. Got, <laughs> if you've got eight people in a four-person facility or a three-person facility, right? you're not going to have enough beds. You're not going to have enough anything. Right? right. The idea is that's why you have to move. I just look confused about the main base. I mean, I got the main base and it says, well, you we can have a couple other things. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I, maybe I should get the radio tower or maybe I should get the uh, the power grid or maybe I should get the water supply. Like, I, I'm not too sure which ones to go for. Um, water and electricity are generally the two best. And they don't have to be right beside your base. They could be on the other end of the map. That yeah. way you have a, a place there that you can dump some of your gear. That's right. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Driving from one end to the other, and you're like, okay, I'm full of gear. Yeah. So now I have to go all the way to the map. Meanwhile, I've left the house with a whole bunch of stuff in it that I could have, you know. In, so, but your, oh, I keep forgetting what the stupid thing's called. In your base, what's the thing in your base that is your radio? Uh, it just looks like a radio tower. Yeah, it looks like a radio tower in your base. That's your communications right. thing. You need to upgrade that to level two. It is key. Oh. Okay, I did upgrade that yesterday. I think so, I now did. You have, so that'll give you an extra out, out post. Upgrade, oh, okay. Right? And then there's also an upgrade you can put on there. There's two different types of upgrades. There's one that looks like an antenna. Yep. You just find anywhere in the field. If you go to like those electrical boxes or anything like that, you're going to find gear. Right. Electrical nature. Or you can buy one from any trader or any other community like someone's going to sell sell it but it, right. looks, it looks like an antenna if you buy that antenna it amplifies your radio signal 
and it allows you another additional outpost, which would get you up to four. But hmm. you have to upgrade your facility to level two first. Right. But it all depends because it depends where your radio thing is in your base. So are you still at your first base? Uh, I've got my second community and I grabbed the base, which is, I think it's called corner office. Oh, okay. So yeah. I got that. So your radio tower thing, is it on your roof? No, it's on the second floor. See, oh, so the roof, I've got the garden. <laughs> I've got my garden on, on the roof. So here's the thing. You have indoor facilities and outdoor facilities and they both have different things they give you. So for example, if you have your beds inside, I have beds inside and I've got beds outside. The beds inside are going to keep people more happy. Okay. Um, uh, if you have your radio watchtower or whatever it's called on the outside of your building, mm -hmm. it allows you to upgrade it, I think, to level three or something. Like so you, you're I certain could demolish you it? Well, oh, yeah, you can demolish it and just. And then put it on the roof, say, or outside? Sure. Okay. Yep. And then, and that's going to cost me quite a bit then, I guess, eh? No, no, you get the materials back when you break something. Oh, so if you move it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that works. I didn't know. I thought it was like, okay, well, then I'm going to have to get all but, the material. But the thing, the thing to do is, is when you're about to build something, just read what it says, and it'll tell you the benefits or advantages to putting things inside and outside. And some things cannot be put outside. Some things cannot be put inside. And right. some things can only go in a large slot, and some stuff can only go in a small slot. So... Just read what it says when you're doing that and it'll kind of give you the idea of what you need to do. But right. I think with that, with your radio, you need, I think it's better to have it outside because you'll get better range. Now, do you have two people with the same like builder? Like say you had two people that were builders because I've got two people that are um, I'm not sure what it is with, well, that, to do with that part doesn't matter if you have multiple people that are builders or because okay. I was going to dismiss them and get other people that I actually need. Yeah. Oh no, you can do that too. But yeah, the thing is if you have a builder or a sheriff or whatever, that fifth slot might be filled out already. Right. That flip that fifth skill slot might be filled out. So you want, that's what you need to look at for what your base needs. So if you have, if you have an infirmary, which I hope you do. Yep, I get an infirmary. Now I have a, a medical person. Okay, so you need to have someone with medicine. And for the workshop, you need someone who has something workshop related, either engineering or mechanics or something. See, I, yeah, I, I don't have, I've got my, my storage. I'm at level, I don't know if it's level two, but then if I try to go up, it says, oh, well, I need two things. Well, the one thing I don't have, and it's like, well, I guess I need to have a person that, either can either study this or otherwise I can't upgrade it. And then all my stuff is all over the floor. It says, Oh, we can't take any more stuff. It's going to rot. And Oh yeah. You need to second level your storage. Do you have the option? Uh, well, I was able to, to level it up, I guess once. And now if I try to level it up again, it says you need somebody with, something. it says I need with engineering or something and, yeah. and power. Or... The other thing too, is you can mod it too, right? At the bottom, like when you open up that part of your, that part in your, in your base, that facility in your base, yeah. Well, at the bottom part of it, there's a little, looks like a little puzzle piece. Yeah. If I want to add water or storage yeah. or a fridge or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of them will, will up your storage. Like there's a pallet and the pallet allows more storage. So it gives you like five more storage slots oh five more spots so if you're if you can only hold 25 building materials now you can hold 30 for right. example well now i might start my third community and and uh look for and get these uh these high-end guys yeah and see what it is i might and switch maps because i got the first map is on or my first group is on one map second group is on a second map third i guess there's how many different maps are there four different maps okay so then i can definitely do the third and i'll just pick a new map i guess the thing is too when you finish the game and it's mm -hmm. not it's really not that hard to finish the game i i my difficulty is in not finishing the game it's like oh i could finish the game but i want to keep, keep playing because i get all my people up but when your game is done all those people that survive you can reuse you can reuse so when you start a new game you always start a new game with three new people so you can pick 
pre-existing characters who at that point should have leveled up and might be maxed out. Mm-hmm. Or you can start with three, three fresh people. Right. Who don't have a lot of skill. So when you're starting a harder game, sometimes it's better to reuse previous characters, but there is, there is a, you get a negative for using previous characters too. They've been, oh. they've been around too long in this negative environment and they have a minus 15 because they've survived one and now they're starting all over again. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's a, I think it's negative 15 morale because of that. Oh, lovely. So sometimes it's good to start. <laughs> but the thing is, if you start a new game and you're starting on a harder level, the first thing I did now, now, you know, now that we knew how to use the red talent and the prestige points is I go recruit a red talent person. Well, exactly. I automatically have a fourth who's totally statted up. I'm not going to get some rookie who has, you know, one star in fighting and one star in endurance. And like the red talent's pretty much very close to maxed out. Right. So they have, you know, secondary trees of skills. So if you have a main character that's maxed out versus a red talon, are they, if they're both maxed out, are they the same or yeah, no? More or less. Oh, so I really don't need a red talon guy. But if I, no, but I think the red talon, I think they can branch out in more than one thing. Like if, if you're, if you're second level fighting, you get to pick a secondary ability, but I think the red talon get to pick two. Oh, Okay. And I don't know how they do that. Maybe there's a book that allows that. I'm not sure. I just got that shift space thing to just kind of give the guys a bonk when I walk up to them and I Is it hit a them shove? with a. Yeah, it's kind of like a shove, but it kind of stops them in their tracks or whatever yeah. they're trying to do to you. That one's not bad. The other one, the one that I like is the slam, which you flip someone over your back and then they're they're off their feet. What uh, what buttons are those? All right, well, never mind. <laughs> Yours are different. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's it's the same as the as the push. It's the same attack as the push. Oh, but, you, but you're buying one or the other when you're second leveling. You're buying one or the other. Oh, okay. You're buying shove or you're buying slam. Right. So that's where that is. You get a secondary skill off of every. I think off of everything so like the endurance one you can take backpacking which gives right. you more carrying capacity right more slots it gives you two more slots i think and you can carry more weight but there's also another one that allows you it doesn't give you that but it gives you the ability to go longer you're a long distance runner you your your stamina depletes a lot slower right or it comes back faster probably or something hmm yeah, it's it's uh it's a fun game, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and you can do anything in it. Like that's the thing you can play as complicated or I like just going up on the you know where they have the little binoculars and you go up on the lookout. Yeah. And I just snipe, you know, all everything that's around. Oh nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But um, I have to remember to put my bases on each end of the map. That way when I'm driving around, I don't have to go back to my main also, base to drop off anything but the rucksacks. You also gotta go to your trader guy, the um um the bounty trader. Yeah. Yeah. I found him. He's just south of where my main base is. So I, I will see him. And so I have, get you, have you finished gear. anything with the, I've got, uh, finished. No, I, I only noticed today that there was more than one tab because <laughs> it had one tab. It had a disc oh, yeah, and then it was another tab. I went, Oh, well, what's this stuff? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go for that. Like the bigger but guns and here, stuff. Here's another incentive to play more <laughs> as if you yeah. need more. Is the bounty broker some of the the rewards are t- they're a timed award oh. reward so they're only available for two months. Two months, not regular time or two months game time. Regular time, so it'll say expires at the end of June or expires at the end of whatever. Well, one will have it'll show like a birthday cake, yeah, or or like from different. Um, yeah, it says they're from different packs. So I guess, yeah. So after a couple of months, I guess the pack is done. Then you move on to the next one. Yep. So there's basically, I always go for the clothing. Oh, okay. I mean, the guns are nice. Sure. The weapons are nice. Sure. But they're not. 
the clothes are, you know, they're, they're there and gone. So there's some stuff I'll never be able to get. I was trying to get a fedora. hoodie I don't have. <laughs> okay. I have all the hoodies, but one, I think it's the shark hoodie. Can you, can you do any um, custom uh, hoodies? Like I like Sean geek on the front while you're running around. And oh, that'd be game. awesome. Uh, I don't think so. Why couldn't you do that? You can do it for emblems on race cars, you know, and make your own emblem type thing. That'd be pretty cool. State of Decay creators, if you're listening to this, is there a customizable feature? Yep. Customize but, uh, your shirts, sweatshirts. So I always, so when I'm doing bounties, I always keep an eye on what bounties are there. So I have, I have completed all the bounties, every single one. Oh, okay. It's currently available. So now I have to wait till June. And they'll open up another like 12 bounties. Here's here's a question. The blood plagues. Yep. I have one that says to use a heavy weapon. Heavy weapon. So I'm assuming it's the swinging weapon. But is that what you use against? I Because I've already lost one person. I, I don't know. I threw a grenade in and I was too they close to something. <laughs> and then I died. And then the other person was at the base. I was like, okay, well, the person that I had all these stats for is gone now. Because I guess they just disappear, right? Yep. Yeah. So it was like, oh, great. So now I had to start back. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to attack this blood plague with this big hammer unless I use someone that I can, you know. Bring somebody with you, yeah. If I if that's, if I die, then. That's why we should be in your game with you, though. <laughs> for those type of things. Those yeah. types of things. That's why I was saying, like, if you need us to jump in, like, that's. Generally, I I, I can do blood plagues on my own at, on, on dread level. Right. I got two left, but I need three for this bounty thing. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> so it's like, it'll, it'll carry over though. Like it's in every single game. So if you play with a different community, those bounties are still there. Oh, you can, okay. and you can. And the other thing is you don't have to complete the bounties in your game. True. You can complete them in my game or your game. Right. So if you go into my game, your bounties are still visible and you can still get them. But the bonus is, is if you're in my game mm-hmm. and it's, say kill a hundred zeds with a melee weapon mm-hmm. every kill i get every kill you get every kill mark gets every kill sylvie gets counts to your count Ooh, what, which one is the zed again the zed yeah you're saying zed like zombies is oh, that zombies, what you, is yeah. that sorry is i'm that abbreviation for zed yeah, yeah. <laughs> zombies yeah the zeds yeah the well zed. you get i mean you have the blood plague ones you have the the screeching ones that yeah. you know tell everybody, hey, everyone, <laughs> come over here. And then you get the ones that are really fast. What they call it creepers or something. And then you have just the regular generic zombie. Yeah. So those ones are the ones I usually try to go for if I'm, I'm using my heavy weapon because it says I had to kill like eight of them or something with a heavy weapon. Yeah. Well, ideally, so you want to play with us when you're going for stuff like that because you have four times the chance of knocking off those bounties. True. On a regular game, not yeah. not in the... So often what we do is, okay, like we'll go to the bounty broker. Okay, which one are you getting? So we all make sure we get the same one. So all three of us are going to get the accomplishment at the same time. That makes sense. We're playing together, right? Right. It's not like you can share. Because I know if uh, in Warcraft, I know if you were in a dungeon or something and, and there was some quests there, and if you didn't get it at the beginning and you popped into the game halfway through, the person could share it to whoever didn't have it. Oh, okay. So, so that's that's another thing. Uh, if the um, the makers of this game want to figure, well, he just jumped in the game, but they don't have the bounties, but they should have the option to share those bounties and replace the ones that they have. Yeah. If if they if they so choose to do that. Yeah. But the fact that you can jump in anyone else's game and your bounties follow you wherever you go was pretty damn cool. Just jumping into any game is is pretty damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> With people that you're that you know, it's awesome. Um, I also noticed I, I kind of was mucking around in the, in that one when then you hit down on your D pad and then go to the right and find people, find supplies, whatever. Um, I've been you can actually join a multiple multiplayer right from there as well. So mm-hmm. if you're playing and you're playing right. by yourself and you're like, oh, this is really hard. None of my friends are online. You can actually ask put a request out to the servers. Hey, I need help. Right. And some other rando players will show up. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That that they would have on, say, Warcraft, for example. If yeah. they have a dungeon or something, they need some help. Oh, you can do that there too. Cool. Yeah. Well, you can say, well, I'm a melee person, so I'm, you know, and there you have a healer or a tank, whatever you want. You say, well, this is me. I need some people. And then some people will uh, will queue up for it. Like if there's someone who needs somebody, I'm ready. And then, you know, a minute later, something will pop up. Okay, this dungeon's ready for you. And then they'll go in and then away you go. So I guess it's probably kind of the same, but different. I wanted to, Sylvie gave me shit because I missed this last time on the last day of decay that we talked about, but there's a bunch of Easter eggs on all the maps and all the games, just like little, little things that kind of, you kind of have to pay attention to see them. But the right. one we found was there is a sewer drain. So it's like a ditch and a ditch and by the sewer drain, there is a, a paper sailboat, you know, when you do like an origami, you make a paper sailboat. Right. So there's so there's water there and there's a sailboat there in the water. And there's also a red balloon coming from the sewer. Oh, yeah. And, and a tricycle. Yeah, you told me about that one. Actually, we ran into it and I didn't know the reference until you said it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, what it was. That's, for, that's from it, obviously. Yeah. But we found another one in, in the police station. If you look on the on the wall, there's a bunch of wanted posters on the wall. And they're all people's faces on there. And I think okay. it might be creators' faces, potentially. Oh, okay. So there's like a lot of little things. But now, last night when we played, actually after when you went off, I think, we found this really weird fucking thing. So it was a series of uh, sea containers, like, like crates, like sea, you know what I mean? Right. Sea containers and not a maze, but the way they were lined up, you go between two of them and then you go down, you turn right and you turn right again. It looks like someone had built a base within, within there. And you go in and then there's a chair with a dead body in it. Mm -hmm. And then you turn another corner and at the end, there's a bed in it and there's a dead body in it and then there's a just a bunch of i guess dogs on the ground and they're all like burnt so i guess like they got burnt the whole place burnt out okay so it's just like like lots of like little weird like you find people that you know there's there's a campground and there's someone dead by the campfire and just the setup or there was that guy the weird one was we went in this house and there's this dead body sitting in a in a comfy chair Mm -hmm. And he's got three TVs in front of him. One is, is it like a riddle? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I'm wondering what those things are, but it's like fascinating. Like if you kind of zoom in, like this guy had an Xbox attached to one and it was like first generation Xbox. And then he had another one in the middle, another TV in the middle, another middle TV to the set and just tons of VHS cassettes like strewn up on the wall, like just all over the place. And it's like, is this guy recording people? Is that like, is he making video recordings? Like, is this some creepy guy? You know, it's like, there's just like a lot of little weird little add-ons like that. And it's like, kind of wonder what the, the thought is behind it. It's like, if you've ever done a Google search, mm -hmm. like a Google map search, and you just randomly zoom in somewhere and you'll find something that's really odd. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever done that. Yep. Yeah, actually, there's a if you go online and just look for something like that, it'll show you. Yeah, or if you, if you do like Street View or whatever, it's it's kind of like yeah. we're doing the same thing here. It's like there's a story there, like there's the setup of that particular house, that particular room is like, what happened here? Like, it kind of gets you thinking, which is really smart. Like, it adds another layer. Yeah, well, the creator probably had something in mind. We need something strange. We'll just we'll just put them around the map. Okay, well, we'll take this piece and we'll put it here and we'll put this one here with this guy with this bunch of video tapes and an xbox one <laughs> yeah. over here it's and, not even uh, xbox one it's like the big freaking block <laughs> the first xbox was oh yeah yeah it's kind of cool i don't know i like little things like that just little yeah. interesting things i was able to upgrade my vehicle both my vehicles and then, uh, but I think you're only able to do it once. Then I did a, I think it was, was it a bounty? And I got a truck. Mm. And I've got this, uh, 
Cool. Yeah, I've got it, but I can't upgrade it. Or at least it, it's not letting me. Maybe I just I think the one can't you, do it. I think when you get those, they are upgraded. Is there, okay. is there a snowplow in the front or something? No, this one's got like camel paint job on it. Oh, that one. Okay. But I did I upgrade the other two. Yeah, the upgrade kits, it all it's all dependent on the size. So there's the large vehicle upgrade kit, the medium mm-hmm. vehicle upgrade kit, and the small. So you have to make sure you're grabbing the right one and applying it to the right vehicle. Just going to figure out where I got the kits from. Uh, you can buy them from traders. That's for sure. Oh, but okay. I'll have to look for that. you got to find the right, like so every time a trader pops up, like a mysterious trader or whatever, like it's worthwhile going. It, beca- it becomes a mission on your map, but it's worthwhile yeah. going and just seeing what you get. And what's with these people? I pick them up. I help them with a quest. I come back to where they're at. They get pissed off get out now they're all attacking me it's like okay what the hell <laughs> i just helped to do whatever you needed done i get to your base now everybody's got that little red diamond over them and yeah. now, now they're shooting at me so i shoot them and now they have a whole bunch of gear and of course i i don't have the room for for all that gear to to put in that's my stuff. where you make an outpost you break you break one of your previous outposts and make an outpost there just collect everything so you have to go and break the outpost and then come back to this one no no what i'm saying is if you don't have any outposts left, you turn that house into an outpost. If I have one left over. Yeah. And if you don't, generally what I'll do is I'll get rid of an outpost. If I really need all that stuff and there's like a lot of good stuff. Right. I will go to my base screen, click on one of my outposts that I maybe don't want. You click on it and it gives you the option of taking it apart. So I could technically build an outpost, take all the stuff, put it in the thing, break the outpost down again. Yep. And then use it somewhere else. Yep. Yeah, I do. I, I move outposts all the time. Good to know. Especially if you go somewhere that's got tons of stuff. If, like, if it's like a military place, you know, like there's just tons and tons of guns and bullets and everything else. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I, yeah, I need an outpost. In my car. <laughs> but the other <laughs> thing, too, is if you bring someone from your own base with you, you know how to enlist people to bring... Yeah, I can switch characters and grab their stuff. Unless I'm on a mission. And it says, well, if you switch this here, your mission is, is going to oh, be screwed yeah. up. Oh, yeah. No, but you can look at their backpack and you can put stuff in it. You I can look. From, yeah. If I it's can more, put stuff in theirs? If it's your person from your base that you brought along with you? Yeah. Yeah, you just go talk to them and it's a, and it gives you three or four options. And the first option is look at their, it doesn't say backpack, look at their what they're carrying or something. Yeah. And then you can see what they have. Right. And you can take stuff away from them. And take it yourself. Oh, just go right in and click on the stuff and pull it out. Yeah. Oh. Or you can, when you when you talk to somebody and do that, you can switch over to the character you're currently controlling and you can take that stuff and give it to the other person. You can act, You can actively trade back and forth between the person you brought with you. Not trade, but just swap stuff. To carry stuff. Well, what I normally do is I switch characters and then they go and they grab the rest of the stuff that the first kit wouldn't carry. Yeah. But if you can do it without switching, because when you're on a mission yeah. and you're with somebody and yep. you can't switch, otherwise it screws up your mission. Yeah. That way you can carry two, two rucksacks too, right? That way. Yeah. Cause then it was like, oh, my rucksack's full. Okay. Well, I got to go all the way to the truck, dump it off, go back and grab it instead of switching characters. Now, if you're on a mission with someone that's, the mission is, hey, can you help me clear out this infestation? And they follow you. You can still trade with them at any point. Yeah, these are just extra people. Not yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. not from your uh, community. Yeah. So if I boot somebody of the community, uh, community, I just switch to them, take all their gear, throw it in, the, in my stuff, and then dismiss them. <laughs> yeah. There is an accomplishment for dismissing people. Okay. Well, it said you have to walk up to her to dismiss. Well, okay. So then I switched characters and I went to her and I went and it, the option wasn't there anymore. Oh, because you switched characters maybe. Well, yeah, but I wanted to go to see when I hit uh, M for my map, that's when I can go to my community. Yeah. And then I click on that person and I go, I want to, you know, boot them out. But it's, yeah. it's. But you do that and then you, then the character you currently have has to go. Okay. But it might have to be the leader of your community that kicks them out. See, I don't have one yet. It keeps asking me, well, we should have a leader. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to create, how to take this one person and make them the leader. Oh, well, you, you click on that empty spot 
Like right. You look at your community. There's the empty spot. It says leader or pick a leader or whatever. You click See. on that. Right. And then it'll list all the ones that are available to be a leader. Ah, that's simple. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Too. But it's only going to list the people that are full heroes. Right. So they become a recruit. When you look at them, it says recruit and there's a recruit bar. Once yeah. the recruit bar is full, they become a citizen. Right. And then once the citizen bar is full, they become a hero. And when they become a hero, then they can become a leader. Right. I got a couple of heroes, but there's one that I want to use. And so they, at least they're a hero. I believe so. So that what that does is once you make them a leader. So until you have a leader, the missions that keep popping up. Yep. A lot of the missions that keep popping up are going to be related to people in your community that have a different background. So one's a leader, sorry, one's a sheriff, one's a warlord, one's a trader, and their missions are all going to keep popping up. It's when you become, you make someone a leader. So if you make the sheriff a leader, then it's all going to be sheriff missions. Okay. But until you have a leader, everyone's going to be kind of jockeying for position. Like, Hey, we should go help these people. They need supplies, which is the trader uh, thing. Trader always wants to help everybody and trade with people and make sure everyone's, you know, copacetic. So the trader within your community is always going to ask for trader missions. The sheriff in your community is always going to ask for sheriff missions. And right. the, the warlord's going to be like, we need to crush them, you know. So the, all those missions that keep popping up, it'll say you need to take control of so-and-so to do this mission. It's yeah. usually based on who they are, if they're a trader or a sheriff or whatever. Well, the one that I wanted really to boot out, that was the one that the mission came up. I was like, well, do I boot that person out? Do I keep, because it says right on their thing, it says they're lazy and everything else is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. I want to get rid of this one because I've already have you, two. You get an accomplishment for booting that person. That's one of the. But I don't want to boot them and then not have enough people. Or maybe it'll say, no, no, you have to have a minimum of, you know, so many people in the base. Or no, no, they don't. If you have already secured the base, yeah, then you fall below the number. Right. I don't think you lose the base. I've never lost a base that way. Okay. But you don't have enough people to run it either. So certain things are going to be difficult. Well, that's, that's the thing. I want to get rid of duplicates that I have and get people in that I need. Like I need, a, if I need a mechanic, I don't have one. Uh, there's something about a chemist, but I don't have a chemistry set set up or anything for them to do whatever. This is not as, I don't know. I don't use the chemistry that, that often. I just but, want the ammo. Like I want to get a special ammo so that it's heavier. Like I'll have nine millimeter ammo, but it, you know, does it give you options? Like you get the regular, then you have like armor piercing or you have different stuff like that. So, yeah, there's different. Well, there's a, so basically in your, um, Oh my God. What's the saw blade? Saw blade. No, what the, the part in your, Oh my God. Oh, uh, workshop workshop. Yeah. So the workshop you can put on the, the, uh, the thing you can add onto your workshop is a different, a different press to do different things. So one is a small ammo press or something. One is a large ammo press. So if you put that on, right then now you can make that type of ammo. Okay. So it's not specialized ammo. So it was like nine millimeter. It's just nine millimeter. Ammo. There's, well, nothing, there's one there's that not, makes, it's think, not explosive. It's I not, think there's one that makes three kinds of ammo. There's another one that makes like two or three kinds of ammo. And then, but then also you can, at, maybe it's level three for your workshop. You can actually, I think you can choose between, something that make that's auto mechanics or uh, that's what i need i need someone who's an auto mechanic so you got to decide which one you're going to pick one or the other but also your hero lets you build a special facility there's four special facilities you can build and it's all based on who your hero is as to on your base on your base as to what's available it takes a big slot mm -hmm. you have to have a big slot and then you know one is a um munitions or something can't remember what all the four one's like a super garden or something can't remember what all four but there's one for each of the four like the trader the sheriff the whatever right but that's a super facility that's a super facility within your community hmm 
Okay. There's so much to this game, man. Like you just, when you thought you've figured everything out, like you can be as go as deep in the game as you want or. Well, I'm just kind of, it's like homework. <laughs> it's, it's like the guy thing with the manual, you know, what? I'm just going to run it and hopefully it's in, intuitive enough to be able to do it. But the thing is you'll figure everything out eventually on your own. Oh, I'm, I'm Mark sure. And I, Mark and Sylvie and I were at this point. We're like, okay, I, I built a base. I beat the game four times. Because I beat it about six times. How many days do you have to play to beat it? Like 15, 12 or 15 or something. That's it? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So how do you beat the game? Well, you have to get all the blood plagues. Okay. So that's key. Yeah. Uh, you left. have to reduce your, the, um, the yellow houses, the um, infestations. Okay. It's, I think, I don't know if you have to get them all, but you have to get rid of a bunch. It's and then it just says, okay, end game. No, 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 no. Then it starts setting you on the final sets of missions. To be oh, okay. And if we're playing with you, it boots us out at after you've completed the last mission. Ah. And it's, I don't know, it's like four missions or something. Right. Each one's different and catered to the type of hero that you promoted to your leader. So there's a whole trader mission. So do you have to play the hero? Or you can yeah, play yeah, yeah, you'll be asked to play the leader okay. of your community to do those final missions. But it gives you breaks in between, like, because I know I did the first mission and then my my hero, my leader was like just beat beat up. Right. So I needed him to recover before I could take another mission. Right. So just grab <laughs> another it player. The, it gives you the ability to change missions though. Like you do the mission and then a bunch of other missions will come up. You can do that are not directly related to the hero and you can do those. And it gives you an opportunity to let your guy stay at the base and heal up all his various injuries. Right. And then, you know, usually around the time that he's healed up, unless you're what, using him the whole time, then what is, what is the most important thing that there doesn't seem to be enough of in the game that you use that you need? The most important thing, like the most important item, yeah, like a blood, like a blood plague serum, or like health. Gas. Uh, is it ammo? Gas and repair kits. Repair kits for your car. Yeah, and there's two of them. There's two types. There's the advanced one that does. Yeah, it does it. If you have that on your car and your car is like just blew up. Yeah. Like there's different levels of damage to your car, right? Like there's the part where you can't drive it anymore. Like that's the worst kind of damage where it actually blew up. Right. Um, if you do a regular, yeah, no, it's repairable, but you can, you can repair with any of the kits, but if you repair it with the, the regular kit, it Take brings it to the brink of where it might blow up again. Oh, right. So it's, it's might it's probably, there's probably a little smoke coming from the engine, but it's not yep. a fire or anything. But if you do two of those, then it like, I think there's like four levels of damage. Okay. Are. But an advanced one, I think, I don't know if it does two levels or if it just outright just fixes it right all the way up. But those are expensive, those kits. Yeah, the juggernauts, uh, when you hit into those, 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 you know, two hits, your, your thing's smoking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the difficulty level, too, right? So, uh, what's the second item? Um, I think it's called the first aid kit. It's like the the ones that are like round. They look like a big can. I oh, always, I always carry those. I thought that was food. Maybe it's food, but it heals you, and it heals you a lot. How about the 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 triangle or square ones? First aid. No, they're okay. They heal a little bit, but bang for your buck. See, what are the, the better ones? <clears throat> there's the ones that heal you fully, but they're heavy. And oh, kind of more. The shape is more like, um, it's like one above the can. Like one looks like a can, but it's angled a bit when you see it. And it's got, right. It's got a, a the cross on it, the red cross on it. Yeah, that one's probably the best bang for your buck because it almost heals you fully if you're all the way down, and uh, it doesn't weigh that much, but the other one, there's one that heals you fully, but it's super heavy and it's like kind of shaped like, I don't know. It's hard to, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Look like a shape of a blob you just did there. <laughs> yeah. 
But there's, I mean, look at them. It, if you look at the description, it tells you exactly what it does. It'll say heals a little bit, partially heals or fully heals you. Right. Just, just look at them. But the other thing, so I always, so when I go out wandering, mm-hmm. A, I make sure my weapon is repaired. So my melee weapon is, so you, you go to the, your inventory yeah. and then when you're in there, you just go on your weapon and, for me, it's if you hold down A, it'll give you the opportunity of fixing it. Right. If you have a workshop and you still have those little screws. Now, I've got tons of gear in my in my inventory at the base. Yeah. And some stuff I'd like to be able to either sell or break down. Yep. Because I can have, I mean, I've got handguns coming out of the yin-yang that I've picked up. And I can't use them. Some of them are damaged and whatnot. So it's like, okay, well, I can can break them down. Repairing a gun's expensive. But if you break it down, you get stuff back though, right? Or do you have to spend stuff to break it down? No, no, you get, yeah, you get those, those screws for every time you, yeah. You know what? Like if you get backpacks that are like six. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's a waste of time. What do you do with them? You can break uh, those. You can sell. You can sell to anybody. Okay. So if I hear there's a trader in town, just load up on those, on these sacks and just, or, or or put an outpost right next door to where the trader is. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then just go in and unload, go in and unload, go in and unload. See, I wouldn't have thought of that. You also get, you also get stars for everything you sell. Like you get influence for every item that you sell. Right. So if you're low on inf- on that, like just go sell. Like that's the whole point, right? Oh, and the traders uh, tend to have more money than like an enclave would. Yeah, they didn't seem to have a whole lot. I, I was I was reading somewhere that um, there was one thing that you could sell. Either you, I think you bought it from the trader and then you sold it back, but you just ended up with more more money, more money. There was something that that would increase. Oh, maybe. And it didn't matter. Luxury items are the best things to sell because you can't use them and they're worth a lot of money. Right. It'll say on it luxury items. So, you know, chocolate or um, deodorant or, you know. Right. If you have a luxury item, there's no point keeping it. Just go sell it. Get the influence right now. Um, But yeah, like, so, so back to your question, the best things to bring with you is those for, I think they're called first aid kits. Um, I always make sure there's a gas can and repair kit in the trunk of my vehicle. So it's always with the vehicle. Right. Um, and then if you are using guns or not using guns, it's up to you. But I, additional thing that's not bad is like an energy drink. So say your car gets blown up and you don't have anything else and you need to run a far distance. Right. Energy drink is great because you can run and not get tired right? and run to somewhere, you know, to another outpost or something. Right. And if you're ever in a fight and you're dying, the best thing to do is get away and don't forget to crouch because if you crouch and you find a bush, go hide in the bush because they can't see you as well. Now, additionally, what we just read was, I think it's called scent blocker. It infects you when you take it, but it makes you invisible to zombies. It infects you to die with, with the blood plague. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, say whatever you get surrounded by a whole crap ton of blood plague zombies. Right. And, and a juggernaut and maybe a screamer or something a whole bunch of special infected like there's no way i can Uh, no i can't beat them all (laughs) i'm gonna get tired you know i i'll kill two or three of them and i'll be too tired and then i can't get my stamina up enough to keep fighting right keep a scent blocker and for me it's the same button as using a grenade or healing or whatever and you just put it on scent blocker and then you can literally be right next to a zombie and they won't see you so then after that, you have to go and, and get a uh, blood plague cure, right? Yeah, but it, like it doesn't full up, it doesn't fully fill up your blood plague okay. infection rates. Like it just, you're infected. Right. Eventually, there'll be a timer. They sneezed on you instead of. 
Yeah. Bitch you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right. I mean, that's if you're playing the harder levels, it, like you cannot go home without that because at some point you're going to need to get away. <laughs> you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to need to get away. And you're, like, I don't travel very far from my vehicle. I'll stop, get out, do whatever I got to do, jump in. If I've got a bunch chasing me, it would just jump in and go. So that's, I always try to travel light so I can carry a lot. And if you're going to use a car, try to use a car that's not necessarily the fastest car, but has the biggest trunk space, which is the van. The, how many, how many is in the van? Eight. Okay. Cause I'm, I've got the truck has six, I think. Yeah. Van. I'll have to go look. But at the that. van is a two seater. Oh, okay. So you're giving up one thing for another, right? Right. Yeah. Cause there's a couple of vans that I've seen, but I've never, it was like, you know what? I've got my truck. It's I've upgraded it. I might as well just keep using it. Sure. But the other thing is you can call vehicles, right? You can go to your independence pack and call. There's three different types of vehicles you can call from there. Oh, so this is in the same place where find resources, people, right? Call daybreak stuff. It's in that same, that same menu. If you go there and you go open up independence pack, there Mm -hmm. is a Berminator, which is a pickup truck. There's mm-hmm. Neat Wagon, which is a van. Right. There is the, I can't remember what the other one's called, but it's like a hatchback vehicle that's really fast. Which has the most space? The meat, the meat one. Okay. So is it eight? Oh, that one has eight, yeah. But it oh. also has a special feature where you can drop meat out of the back of your meat wagon and to, to, to throw the zombies off your scent. Hmm. Is it fast? But, no, slow. Oh. But I mean, do you need to be fast? Mm, no, not really. I mean, if, if you have a mission that's a timed mission, you know, it's better. It's better to have the faster car. But I mean, if you're managing your missions properly, then you don't really need to worry about it. Right. So if I only have two parking spots and I bring three vehicles there, does one go missing? No. Okay. So they're just strictly to park to be able to take stuff out of the trunk. Here's what we did last night we started accumulating cars on my game. Okay. And we started parking cars in front of doors of the base. Ooh. So when you have, you know, a bunch of zombies coming to your place. Mm-hmm. Just have them come in one entrance. That's it. Yeah. Everything else. That's is what we've been playing with. So most bases have like at least four, like have about four doors to get in and it's hard to manage yeah. them all. Yeah. The corner office is like that. There's, there's just two in one section. And then there's gates on either side and then in the back. So they're, yeah, you got to keep an eye out. Oh yeah. So that makes it hard, but then you just park a car like right against the door and they can't get in. The other thing is too, which I've only noticed playing in within the last six months or so is that you can climb on top of stuff. You can't, you can. Uh, Sometimes you can. A lot of things you can depends on the height of it. Right. Yeah. If there's a, like a sea container, those are great. And now sometimes the zombies can climb up too, but usually not. So if you see a, a car that you can't take or drive, you mm-hmm. can usually climb on top of that car. So a lot of times you're, and especially you have, if you have the crossbow, the crossbow is awesome because it's replenishing ammo. Right. I go pick up your bolts, but we'll stand up. We'll stand up on a car and then just do headshots on each zombie, kill a bunch, go grab your bolts, jump back on the car. Um, a feral can't even jump up there. Right. Um, fire engines are the best ones to jump on top of because it's two levels high. So if you're fighting a juggernaut, a juggernaut can hit you if you're on a car. Okay. Because, I mean, he's taller than the car. A feral can't, but a, a, a juggernaut can. Yeah, so, I try and keep my distance. <laughs> But if you're surrounded and you can't get to your car, it's just going to be too dangerous to get to your car. Just jump on top of something. And then you can, you know, take headshots with your gun because you have the time to aim. They can't get you on the car. Exactly. So then always go for headshots if you can, you know, conserve ammo. Um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing I learned surviving on my own is like I find a place that you can climb on top of. If you're being chased, and your stamina is basically at the bottom and whittling at the bottom and you never have enough time to rest, you need to rest. And the best way to rest 
climb on top of something, let your meter fill back up. If you want to make a run for the next thing you got to do, just make sure that meter's full and just, just freaking go. Right. You're playing the game. What was it? Hot lava. Yeah. Try not to try try and get up Uh, off the ground. The bags of chips are good too. Or we call them bags of chips. Bags of chips. They look like bags of chips. They bring your stamina up. Like you you eat one, your stamina fills right back up. Doesn't it bring you three? There's, it gives you three things. Doesn't it? Vitamins or something. Yeah. Do it too. Yeah. There's different things. There's power, power drinks. Mm-hmm. Those are good too. Um, but the chips are quick. They're cheap. You can make them. Um, they're, it doesn't matter where you go. You're going to find a bag of chips. Like they're everywhere. Right. So they're, you, you're never going to run out. I don't think I've ever run out, but we use them in daybreak all the time. Cause like when Mark and I are out front and we're mailing and then you melee so much, you're tired. Yeah. It's like seven zombies coming at you. You just eat a bag of chips and you just keep going. Right. Yeah. It's cool being up top and just lob some grenades or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, take them out, especially those bloaters from up top. You can see where they are. Oh yeah. And then you can just hit them with one shot. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess our topic again was state of decay. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hard by me. Part two. (laughs) Become a state of decay podcast, you know. Yeah. Anybody who, uh, who wants to play it, it's a uh, cross platform, which is awesome. And uh, so if you, you know, you're a PC player or a Xbox player or whatnot, or reverse. There's probably know, a way to play PlayStation as well. I think it might be all three platforms. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just look into it. These cross platforms are, I think are the, the thing of the future. And I, I'm so glad that they've, they've been able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're actually gaming together, which we've never really, really done. Yeah, because I'm mostly PC and you've been mostly the console. So it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's nice for a change. Well, the other two think it's a welcome addition. So, <laughs> well, like we play with Rob, but Rob, we don't play with him that often. Like he's he's good, you know, maybe a couple nights a week. But lately, uh, he's yet, you know, getting to the end of his school year, and then all this COVID nonsense made things really difficult uh for him and all teachers so right hasn't been as readily available and i mean we play with mark all the time mm-hmm. it's three but you know there's another slot open right but yeah, yeah. So it's, let's, uh, uh, it's fun cap it off there uh where can we find our show todd at uh sean mcginnity.ca that's s-e-a-n-m-c-g-i-n-i-t-y you can buy merch there. We have t-shirts. We have panties. <laughs> Probably. What? I don't know. <laughs> you can buy anything in our store. Just just plops the logo on it. There you go. Um, you can get Meet the Geek stuff there too. You can see the webcomic. You can see our music, including Dome and all the other stuff that Todd and I worked on. Mm-hmm. I want to expand that at some point. Yeah. Check it out. Go to all the different tabs. Check out different sites, different links. Yeah, lots of links. Lots of links. Oh, yeah. A lot of You'll be busy for a little while. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, social media is Sean Geek Podcast, all one word on, on all social medias. You can find me there. You can see find Todd at Todd Geek on Twitter. And then... Uh, yeah, I'm not very active on the, on the Twitter. No. <laughs> or on the Google. On the Google. On the Google. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go paint some more. So, yeah, I see you got some paint on your arm there. I've been, yeah, I, I didn't know if that was a band aid or what that was. <laughs> we're, we're redoing the uh, some paint in the basement, and we're going to change the gym around again. We're going to uh-huh. attempt to put a we. Uh, I have a we have an extra monitor now. Nice, because I'm actually using work monitors for work as opposed to personal stuff, so that freed up a monitor. Right. So we're going to put the monitor in the gym. So if I want to do my DDP yoga. Yeah, I can instead of doing it on my freaking phone, which yeah. I like because then it's like, oh, okay, well now I got to move it. Oh, I'm doing this exercise. Oh, I got I'm doing floor exercise. I got to move it up so I can see it and move it down <laughs> so I can see it. It's just on a monitor, it'd be a lot easier. Oh, much better. Sure. Plug in. We have an HDMI plug in uh, from our phone mm-hmm. to the monitor. It's just a cord goes to phone from phone to HDMI, and then we can anything on our phone we can play on the monitor. Right on. Nice and handy. So, yeah. So, we're going to change that stuff around because I'm on the workout trail and I think I'm doing pretty good. 
don't know if I've lost any weight, but I'm definitely a lot stronger. Well, that's the main thing. As long as you're feeling good. I'm feeling great. Yeah. All right. All right, then. Sign out here, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. All righty. Hey, bye. Okay. Bye.